0: to the 1001 experience. I am your host, Christine. Um, if you are new here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. And if you are returning, you know I fuck with you the long way. Thank you to everybody who has shared the podcast, sent it to your friends, sent me messages, left comments, all of those things. I fuck with y'all the super, super long way. And this weekend, is valentine's day weekend <laughs> but um yes yeah, so i wanted to talk about some things if you got a chance i to watch i posted a new moon collective energy reading on the facebook page um so there's a general collective energy reading and then there are also um separate readings by element uh so the water signs the earth signs fire and the air signs or whatever each have their own separate intentions and affirmations for the new moon and one of the things that um came up for the full moon in january and again for this new moon in february i talked about um I touched on it a little bit in the general reading, but more specifically in the water sign reading, but, um, it really came up the importance of using your sexual and creative energy to manifest. So with this weekend being Valentine's day and, um, they're, being intentions around a lot of sexual activity happening. Whether that's happening for you or that's in your plans or whatever, I don't know. But uh the energy around sexual activity is very high. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about that today because uh I know like the phrase like when you hear sex magic it sounds like oh, that's <laughs> That's more than what I want parts of. And, you know, I get that. Um, but I just wanted to, like, clarify because um, as I always try to highlight, sexual energy is creative energy. And anytime you are trying to um, bring things into fruition, like, that's literally what happens um via sex, right? There's a a human vessel created for a soul through the act of sex. Um an orgasm. So there is some innate power in the orgasm that we are able to tap into. And I encourage everyone to explore that. One of the things that I talked about more specifically in the water sign reading was um building up and getting to know your own sexual energy so like um eliminating any external stimuli so no partner no toys no porn not even fantasizing about um external experiences but Excuse me, literally creating uh, that feedback loop in your body of um, building up sexual energy. And, you know, I really, really, especially for the water signs, like it was very, very clear that um, being in your sexual bag was high on the list of intentions for the water signs to set. However, I'm sure we all have—not um, well. Let me not say that. Many people have water signs activated in their birth chart, whether it is their sun sign or not. So, to some degree, uh, many of us can benefit from. Some of the advice that was shared in the water sign reading again, that is posted on my Facebook. If you have not seen it, please go back and watch it. Um, I'm working on getting them posted on other places. It just takes a whole lot of time, and I'll be busy, shall <laughs> I'll be busy, but anyway, so what I talked about in the reading was about like using the breath right so breath and then like kegel exercises and this is particularly for uh people with vaginas okay and those and that type of anatomy um because that's what I get and that's what I know about so that's what I can tell you about I'm sure there is a um similar process available for men but I'm not gonna speak too much to that, okay? Take what resonates and then you know do your own research if you get other parts. (laughs) But like so what you would do is um focus on speaking like loving words and um using like sensory language to your body and try to remember again, without fantasizing or without um, external stimuli, uh, try to remember the sensations that your body feels when you are aroused. So is there tingling? Is there throbbing? Is there heat? Is there chills? Where do you feel those things in your body? when you are feeling aroused okay does it feel like a wave of energy where does it start where does it go um and then begin to prepare your body to experience those sensations and if you know the way like your body changes um if you're using your hands to feel around use those same sensory words to describe what you're feeling is your Soft and chocolatey and smooth. Are you feeling yourself becoming velvety or silky as you generate more moisture? Like these are the things that you want to say to yourself as you are. I'm building up your sexual energy, right? And that's the language that you will use. Outside of fantasizing about who's doing what or putting what where or any of that. Talk to your body. Okay. Speak the sensations over your body. Describe the sensations that you are feeling or that are occurring. Okay. And then as you're doing that, you'll want to use your breath. Okay. So slow deep breaths and you breathe in do a kegel hold it and breathe out and then breathe in again holding those muscles okay holding your pelvic floor muscles and then on the second exhale is when you start to release okay and again paying attention to the sensations that you feel when you do it And let me be clear, okay, the purpose of this is not necessarily to reach an orgasm. You may, and this is the thing, like, especially for people who have different parts, for the penis, friends, okay, the purpose is not to orgasm, even though you may. The purpose is for you to get to know your own sexual energy, your own pleasurable experiences in your physical body. And to master them. Okay. Treat your sexual energy like your magic wand. Because it is. I just told y'all. In your sexual energy and in your orgasms. There's creative power in that. So before you go wielding it around. all willy nilly. Or just like blasting it out to the universe. And not being intentional with it. You have to know exactly what is happening. What it feels like. Okay. So I encourage everyone to like practice that in some form. Uh, with around this new moon energy and around this Valentine's Day weekend. And I want to say, like, I am not against um, sex magic with partners. I am not against sex magic with toys or porn. I'm not against toys or porn or any of that. I am not um, against any type of mutual masturbation or anything of that nature. Um, It's just for the purpose of this exercise for wanted to build that relationship with themselves and their own sexual energy. You have to kind of remove those distractions. Um, And then while you're doing it, like, take note of whatever comes up for you. Like, um, if you start to judge yourself or if you um, feel like you can't build arousal without um, any of that external stimuli, um, and particularly if you start to think of certain people, specifically people whom you do not currently have, uh, positive interactions with, or that you have not had positive interactions with, but you crave sex. So if somebody was trash. And they had bomb sex and that's the person that you're thinking about when you're trying to build your sexual energy. That is a red flag that that is something still lurking around in your energy center that needs to be cut and cleared out. So that's another layer of this practice that I really do want to prepare people for. Like if you have trauma and I talked about this in the water sign reading and sexual trauma can be. Um, direct assaults or abuse it can be um beliefs that have been kind of programmed into your brain about sex about um women and how they tap into or share their sexual energy about masturbation um any of those things like those things will, will surface in this moment, especially when you don't have the distractions of external stimuli. Um, so take note of that and and take note with gratitude, right? Like we always, always, always want to steer clear of guilt and shame. If these things are coming up, it's because they exist and need to be healed and transmuted, and that is okay. We all have it to some extent we all have areas we all have a shadow that needs to be addressed so if in doing this practice you start to experience um any of these thoughts or any of these feelings um hold space for them to be supported and let me be clear it's okay to stop like if it gets too overwhelming for you like if some of the memories or some of the experiences become too overwhelming for you then stop and use your tools you know your healthy tools okay that doesn't mean you go drink the whole bottle that doesn't mean go numb with substances be it food drugs That doesn't mean you get on social media and start spewing your your pain for other people to consume so that you can get that energy off of you use your tools journal pray meditate one thing that's helpful especially when you're triggered from traumatic experiences is to kind of pair a sensory stimuli with uh, a grounding statement or like a mantra. So like using certain essential oils, right? Um and again, do your research cuz I <laughs> um different things, you know, have different contraindications. So be uh, be aware of that. But I'm um, using um certain essential oils um And then kind of repeating to yourself, like, this is a traumatic response that I'm experiencing. I'm safe. I'm not in that situation. I'm secure. And continue repeating that to yourself to kind of bring your your body and your mind together back into the present moment. Um, If you have been in therapy, um, use the tools that you learned in therapy. Like... Are you learning how to track your thoughts? And are you learning how to restructure your thoughts? Okay. What coping skills are you practicing? Who are your supports? Like, is this something that you need to do in the daytime so that if you get too overwhelmed, you can call up a friend who's able to support you Um, or even like reach out to like your therapist if they're on call or whatever, someone who can support you use your tools okay do not allow your trauma to make you stagnant also yoga can help and especially pair with the the statement or the mantra and the essential oils if you do yoga if you can get down on your mat and hold particularly hip openers are helpful for um holding space for like sexual trauma to uh be released from the body Um, hold a frog pose hold a child's pose hold a corpse pose and then release it if you crying and you screaming as that leaves your body hold space for it to happen okay Again, the purpose of the exercise is for you to gain mastery over your own sexual energy. So any of those things that come up are things that are blocking you from embracing and mastering your own sexual energy. So they get to go. Okay. (laughs) What you don't want to do is find a way to stuff it down and suppress it. Um... So that way it gets to hang around in your energy field, we clearing all that bullshit out, okay <laughs> so yeah, um, that is uh my 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 word of encouragement on um utilizing your sexual energy and getting to know your own sexual energy and how to kind of manage the varying things that can come up in that practice um. And another thing I wanted to say if by the time you hear this, I probably already made the post on Instagram and on Facebook, but um anytime like around Valentine's Day, if you start talking about like self pleasure or self love, like people especially women, uh, we can be very like resistant to that conversation. Um so it can happen one of two ways. We can fall all the way deep into that conversation, especially women who are single, who are not currently in a uh, committed relationships, um, Or we can not want anything to do with it because there are so many jokes and there are so many demeaning statements made towards single women around this time. And um, it might just not be a conversation we want to have publicly But I feel like it's really important to understand, even when it comes to, like, self-pleasure and masturbation. Like, how? Like, why? Your experience of love and pleasure should never be dependent on external things. And and so it's like, why? Why would I want to... um, completely relinquish the authority of my sexual pleasure to some type of external being whether it's a person or a toy or whatever why would i want to restrict myself to the point that i can only experience the orgasm at the hands or at the effort of something outside of myself that don't make no sense the same thing with love why do i only why should i only know love outside of myself and the flip side of that is once you're able to pleasure yourself once you're able to master your sexual energy and you know what it feels like you know what feels good you know what you like once you understand how true love feels Once you're able to see yourself and accept yourself in 3D for the good and the bad and everything in between, let me rephrase that, for the things that you like about yourself and the things that you don't like about yourself and everything in between. And you still are able to accept and love yourself and show up for yourself and speak kind, loving words to yourself. Once you're able to curate those experiences for yourself, it's so much easier to recognize it around you. This is not a narrative saying that um, you got to love yourself before anybody else can love you. I don't believe that. I do, however, believe that you are better able to recognize true, healthy love in your surroundings and your experiences when you've already gotten to know it within yourself. So I say all of that to say spend some time masturbating and getting to know your body and your sex will pop even more severely, okay? <laughs> Same thing with love. Get to get to know yourself and love yourself on a deeper level and you're able to experience deeper, truer love with the people around you, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, whether it's your romantic partners. Understanding the self in these areas is foundational to experiencing it externally. Empower yourself to always have love and to always have pleasure no matter who or what is around you. So that way what you do experience around you is additive and that your sense of self and that your enjoyment from life is not dependent on those things and those people. And so you can do these practices and then still buy your partner a whole bunch of gifts and have wild, crazy sex for Valentine's Day. It's not mutually exclusive. (laughs) You can be in the shower, talking that shit to yourself, rubbing your body down in the shower, and then you get out and go on your date and then come back and have popping-ass sex with your people. Like, (laughs) These things are not mutually exclusive. You can do both, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Okay. So another topic that I wanted to address for Valentine's Day, um, especially when we're talking about uh magic and manifesting. Oh, that's I want. Before I get into the the second part, I also want to say that like when I talk about. Um, mastering and, and, and getting to know your own creative sexual energy or manifesting energy, even though it can, uh, make you a magnet for attracting partners and the things that you want in life. Um, that's not the primary goal. The primary goal is, is building that relationship with self. Um, so don't go into it trying to manifest a new house or a spouse or <laughs> a six figure job or whatever. Um, hold the intention of getting to know yourself and, and mastering the energy that the creator has given you innately. And then the magnetizing and, and attracting, um, benefits will come as a secondary result of that. And so, with that being said, we gotta talk about um the love workings that y'all be doing <laughs> to either attract partners or bind partners or anything of that nature, and I just wanna say, be. Y'all be binding yourself to some bullshit. (laughs) Like, and I just really want to encourage everybody to be aware of the prayers they're saying and the ways that they are binding themselves to other people. Like, excuse me. Sometimes, like, we be praying to stay with people and maintain relationships when we know that it's not a healthy um, relationship to maintain and the reason that is so dangerous is because like your prayers are literally binding whether you are actually dressing up and burning down candles or making like sweetening jars or if you're just saying a prayer that you and this partner make it another year or that your relationship is able to withstand being long distance or the pandemic and not being either being stuck in a house together or not being able to see each other as frequently like even if those are just like the things you're praying for um and you know that Deep down, there's something in you telling you that this situation is not good for you. It needs to be let go. When you say prayers or take actions to bind yourself to that, you that comes with a whole lot of bullshit. It comes with a whole lot of pain and a whole lot of suffering that is unnecessary. You gonna fuck around and have somebody jealous, climbing at your window, making threats, you gonna have to deal with Sad babies and You gonna be wondering why you can't just Walk away lord why can't I just leave It's because you was praying To not (laughs) You was praying that she would be with this Fuck person forever That's why and so Be careful man like when y'all get to Even like around Valentine's Day when you get to trying to draw in Certain people or certain things And and this is why like Um, again, I posted the exercise on my Instagram, it's called manifesting love, but this is why understanding what true, healthy love feels like is important because in your prayers, instead of praying for a specific person or, um, a specific relationship or interaction or situation to work out, pray for, um, the environment you want around you, pray for the way you want to feel, pray for the love you want to give and share. Okay, that's what you do the works around. When you light your attraction candle and you put on your come to me oil. When you picking up the Damiana and the catnip and you got your honey and your molasses in a jar. Pray that you you share love with a partner who sees you fully and allows you to see them fully pray that you're able to be secure in the way you approach that relationship and that interaction. pray that you experience love that is freeing and liberating pray that your love comes with fun and joy and honesty pray that there is kindness even in conflict Those are the things that you want to pray for because that's really what you want. Pray for a partner whose life path can be aligned with yours, whose lifestyle can be aligned with yours to the point that even if it's not exactly the same, you can exist in harmony with one another and build and go through life um, with a smoother path. These are the type of things you want to be praying for and doing workings on. Not that nigga that done already cheated on you six million times. You do know, praying that he's gonna be faithful. For what reason? Uh... <laughs> for what reason are you doing a sweetener jar on this on this person who has shown you in every way possible that they do not desire to be honest or committed? <laughs> Don't waste your prayers, don't waste your herbs, don't waste your candle, don't waste your energy, don't waste your honey. Put that honey in some tea and kick that motherfucker to the curb, okay? (laughs) But for real, like, and, and that's another thing, like, don't let any narrative make you feel, um, like you are at a loss, like you are less than, like you, um, are operating out of desperation. Don't do that. That's not the, that's not the the space that you want to, um, establish any type of relationship. We talking about romantic relationships right now, but this could be friendships. This could be a damn job anything you don't you don't want to build a relationship on the foundation of desperation fear loneliness any of that because it will crumble it will crumble period it will crumble or it will eat you alive so just be careful man just be careful all here in these love streets <laughs> put the goddamn Damiana down that's another thing man the way I have always been instructed and taught um, is that cleansing and clearing should always come before attraction and drawing and if you are too um worried or overwhelmed by the negative thoughts and feelings that may arise from doing like a a self-exploration masturbation session, you should not be picking up no candle to attract nothing. Because that lets, that's a red flag that there's a lot of energy that needs to be cleared out, that's holding on, that's stagnant, and it's weighing you down. And you don't want that attached to what you're trying to bring into your life. And you don't want that lingering around. So, you know, chin up, clear out the things that need to be cleared out. So that way you can, um, you have a clean, open space. To um build relationship uh with the things that love you and are for you and are healthy for the true version of you, not the the version of you that's living in survival re- survival mode and off of trauma reactions and responses okay so I'm really trying to get better at. Um, finishing my thoughts and I know that <laughs> I've mentioned the the exercise that I posted on Instagram a couple times. So I wanted to talk more in depth about that. Um, it's the, the title of the exercise is manifesting love. It is available on my website, lifemanifesting.com Uh, the PDF version of the exercise can be downloaded for free. Um, but basically that exercise is about, um, very similar to like the, the sexual exploration exercise that I described at the beginning of the podcast, but it's like, um, imagining, uh, something or someone external that you love deeply, um, and different tools that you can use to kind of conjure up, um, those ideas in your mind. And again, describing it, using your sensory language like what does it look like what does it feel like what type of things do you do what type of things do you say and getting a very descriptive idea of uh the love you would give outwardly and then to direct all of that back to yourself pour it all back into yourself um and then again different practical ways that Um, practical ways that you can um, build up those images and that language for yourself, along with different tools, herbs, crystals, candles that you can use in supporting that practice. Um, So again, I have that exercise for free on my website. I encourage you to take a look at it. Try it if you can. And I'm just going to reiterate that, you know, self-love is foundational for sharing love with other people, um, so yeah, I just encourage if you have an opportunity when love is in the air this weekend to share some of that with yourself, whether you are partnered or not. Um, take some time uh, to to direct some love towards yourself. You'll you'll appreciate it. <laughs> And then share it with a friend Share it with some people that you care about Shit if you are in a relationship Give it to your partner They go in one room and do it You go in one room and do it And then y'all can talk about it together afterwards You know what I'm saying Um, Because that type of stuff builds intimacy That's another thing Like when you're able to It goes back to the things that you're able to do And build within yourself It's easier to share with people outside of you And when you're able to have That type of intimate vulnerable conversation with yourself um if this is somebody that you're building a relationship with then you two can then come together and really share that with one another and create that intimate space with one another where love is present and you're you're showing love to each other by holding space for the other person's vulnerability but it not being um egotistical like it doesn't depend on you and it doesn't necessarily result in um, something being directed or given to you that you're holding space for your partner to, to understand love and to go deeper into love solely for their growth and their benefit and then they return that they reciprocate the same for you and how that develops um, an envelope of intimacy between the two of you and for your relationship. It's very possible. I think it's a beautiful Valentine's Day exercise. You know I'm saying how many flowers, how much chocolate, how many, how many steaks and crab legs is y'all niggas going <laughs> have? Like what? This happens every year. Like dude, like it's. Listen, I'm not against buying things for Valentine's Day, do you think? But if um, I, I just want to encourage people to try to go deeper in love, whether you are single, whether you're partnered, whatever the case may be, I'm encouraging everyone to develop um, a keen understanding and a deeper understanding of love. and then also to kind of clear out the ideas or the things that may be blocking you from building that relationship. Okay, so um, I will pull. Um, an oracle card or two this is my soul coaching oracle deck this is one of the OG decks when I used to do the oracle readings a couple years ago this was one of the, the decks that I started with um, so we're going to take it back a little bit and we're going to see what messages um, on a soul level are present for this valentine's day weekend As I'm shuffling, I just want to remind y'all: leave your ex alone. <laughs> leave him alone. This is not the time. This is not the time. Okay. All right. What? Uh-oh. What soul level message for us? Okay. we have communication I communicate from my heart and love surrounds and protects me and wisdom all I truly need is within me that is funny (laughs) because I literally just said all of this shit to you so um I mean honestly (laughs) what more is there to say um The communication thing I think is is interesting because um, I feel like on some levels, it can be difficult to develop kind, gentle language. Um With other people but With yourself especially It can feel very very corny <laughs> Or people think like when they see couples Like speaking to each other like Gently and softly like it feels like uh, Gross <laughs> and But Uh really want to encourage everybody to kind of practice honest, transparent, transparent, gentle, kind language. And as with the theme of this podcast has been... really focus on doing that with yourself we be so hard on ourselves and that's another reason why anytime um people speak about self-directed anything it sounds corny and impossible because our relationship with ourselves be trash <laughs> we spend so much time focused on relationships externally that your relationship with yourself Um, you haven't curated that. And when you do talk to yourself, you use really harsh words and really harsh language, a lot of judgments. And so now when it's time to, to level yourself a little bit, it's interesting because like a lot of times, like the, the narrative around self-love is, is about, buying yourself flowers for valentine's day buying yourself candy going to go get your nails done getting your hair done treating yourself taking these luxurious baths it's like um a lot of actions that uh can be used as as distractions for the base level things that build a relationship presence kindness and compassion um base level things like when when do you sit and spend time just being present with yourself and then in doing that and being loving and compassionate and gentle with yourself truly ask yourself that question and if if it if you come to, to realize that you just you be talking that that bullshit in your head to yourself, that you judge yourself harshly, that you hold yourself to, um, some unrealistic standards, or maybe on the flip side, you always giving yourself a pass, maybe you're very passive with yourself, maybe you're not pushing yourself to be better, maybe you're allowing yourself to, to remain stagnant, um, by not, challenging beliefs and behaviors that you know are are harmful to you or have not proven fruitful uh, for you and practice the the basics of relationship building be present with yourself and speak kindly and gently to yourself tell the truth don't lie but don't judge yourself you know what I'm saying don't call yourself names. Don't talk bad to yourself. Use nice words. In my house, one of the things, one of our rules is that we use nice words with the people that we love. And so I will share that with you all. We use nice words with the people that we love, and that includes yourself. Okay? And then with wisdom, all I truly need is within me. That's just a reminder, like, especially when, um, oh, wait, let me go back. This was a point I meant to make earlier. Um, in the, these times that we are in, you may notice, uh, your manifestations speeding up that they're coming in quicker and stronger than before. Okay. Because uh, it's a transformative energy The veil is very 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 thin So your word and your actions Are very 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 powerful Which is why you really want to be sure That the things that you are praying for The things you are binding yourself to And then also what you are Conjuring what you're, with your words Even when you speak to yourself And when you speak to other people um, Be very intentional about that Pay attention Okay Okay your word is literally your bond, <clears throat> so treat it with that level of reverence. Like treat it. Sometimes the way I describe it to like some of the some of the kids I see in therapy is like if you were to wake up in the morning almost like a cartoon, right? You wake up and it's just blank open space, and as you talk, um, it fills in the space around you. Your words literally become what is around you. Um, treat your words that way because that's what they are. It, it's hard to see because there are dis- there are distractions, there are things that kind of to block you off from uh, the power of your spoken word. But you you want to treat it the same way, especially in these times that we're in, man. Okay. But back to uh, this all I truly need is within me, um, understanding that one. You have, when we talk about self, we talk about the divine, we talk about the creator, right? Um, and, and building a relationship with the self, it's in knowing and recognizing and honoring your connection, your innate connection to the divine and the divinity within yourself. And the more you foster and remember that connection... The less dependent your stability emotionally or whatever way, mentally, your stability in the areas of your life is less dependent on what's happening around you. And you're able to kind of come back to your home frequency much easier when you know what that home frequency is, when you know who you are. But you can only get there if you spend time with yourself and you pour energy and your effort and your mental energy, your emotional energy back into yourself. Okay. Okay. So I hope that that was helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Um. Please, please, please. Um, like the podcast share the podcast leave reviews comment all of those fun 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 things that you do for podcasts (laughs) and i hope you all have a wonderful valentine's day weekend no matter what you do that it is filled with um peace and security and love and joy um in abundance and i will talk to I'll be honest.